Duh, turn the light on. I can't see. I'm in the dark. So how often do we refer to situations in our life as light or darkness? So light, according to our wonderful scientists, is all colors put together. And darkness, black, is the absence of light. So in theological, spiritual terms, we quite often refer to the light as goodness, and we refer to the darkness as evil and danger. However, those are relative terms. So here in Fishing Without Bait, we we take the perspective that We're open to all experiences. We expect the unexpected. We don't go into any place, situation, or thing, or person with definitive expectations already in our mind because we often set ourselves up for disappointment. Welcome to another edition of Fishing Without Bait. And today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, we often end the show with asking people, challenging people to do a kindness for themselves and do a kindness for another. Do we not? Absolutely. It's been the the mantra of this show since uh, very early. So we often in our lives get requests from people. You get many requests, do you not? Oh, every day. You get requests for work. You get requests for you to help someone. You get requests to give a donation, do you not? Absolutely. So how often do we also get a request for please pray for so-and-so, please pray for a situation, so-and-so is ill, or that big test coming up, or even the most ridiculous thing I've heard in a while is to pray for a basketball team to win. I'm not too sure that the the creator of the divine is that much interested in basketball games. Uh, Mike, I remember a few years ago, Bobby Knight was a motivational speaker. However, He was known as a real hard-nosed disciplinarian when he coached the University of Indiana basketball team. And during one of his speeches, he he generally brought it hard. And he addressed the audience saying, when you people ask for God to bless your basketball team or to God be with us during this tournament, I just want you to step back and think of how ridiculous that is. God does not care about the basketball team. God's wandering through refugee camps. God's wandering through cancer wards. That's where God is. Please, please, let's let's avoid that. When we talk about our arrogance, when we talk about our selfishness, and we talk about our self-centeredness, how self-centered is it that the Creator, the Divine, who had a hand in everything, that we could influence that essence into doing our will? Think about that for a moment. How arrogant, how egocentric is that? Do you truly think that the divine is waiting to hear from me before the course of events are determined? I'm not too sure about that. Rather than perhaps pray for some miracle, pray for something to happen, and it may occur, believe me, it may. And again, I'm talking about my own life. What I'm asking is that the individuals in certain situations be asked to accept the will, the destiny of the divine or the creator or of the universe, okay? As everyone may or may not know out there, I'm a convinced member of the Religious Society of Friends. When we receive requests for assistance for people, 
to ask us to, quote, pray for them. What we do is we hold people in the light. And when we hold people in the light, Mike, what we do is we ask that we join in the connection of the infinite love that the Creator and the Divine has for that person. We join in that love. We join in that connection. We ask that we be participants in that. And we literally envision this person and hold them in that light. When I hold someone in the light, I'm asking that God hold them in that love, that the Creator hold them in that love, and I'm sending whatever good and warm thoughts that I have. So in order to send good and warm thoughts, I have to have them, do I not? And to have good and warm thoughts, I have to have them about myself. The Bible's Jesus was confronted many times, and the authorities were always trying to trip him up in some type of matter of law. So when they asked him what the two greatest commandments were, he said, love the Lord God with your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So, Mr. Mike, when Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, how can you love your neighbor in great measure unless you love yourself? Well, the whole idea of this thing is that sometimes we think that it's, again, self-centered or egocentric to love yourself. When we love ourselves in such a way that we go through our lives with confidence, when we know our strengths, our talents, and abilities, and we also have taken an inventory of our challenges, and we begin to like who we are, then in turn we can love ourselves and in turn reflect that love to others. This is one of the essences of fishing without bait. This is one of the essences, this is a true essence of full impact mindfulness. Full impact mindfulness is not only impacting yourself on life and living in life, it's about impacting yourself. We've often talked about not necessarily finding ourselves, creating ourselves, do we not? Absolutely. So isn't, isn't it a nice mixture of love? When we talk about ourselves being a gardener, we referred to that in the past. We refer to ourselves being a gardener. And if you love, if you love a plant, would you transplant it from nice, rich, fertile soil into a sandbox? No. What would happen if you would? Because then you've taken away the things that are, are helping it uh, flourish. That plant would die. So when we're talking about when we're talking about being planted in soil, the soil is your environment, Mike. And again, we come back to that matter of choice. We want to enrich our lives. We want to enrich the soil in which we grow. And some people choose, literally or figuratively, to live their lives in a sandbox, devoid of love, devoid of water, devoid of the divine, devoid of friends, devoid of nutrients. So the next thing that a plant needs would be water. A plant needs water. We refer to a plant as having water and refer to you as the water of your life, taking care of yourself, the nutrition, the exercise to tolerance, taking care of yourself, the water of your life. And then a plant finally needs sun. It needs a sun to grow. A plant needs sun. It needs sunshine. And again, I'll go back to the 12-step world, and we'll talk about that being the sunlight of the Spirit. We talk about basking in a connection with the divine, a connection with each other. I am that um so hum. And you add all three of those ingredients and you can flourish. And when you flourish, would you give somebody a wilted flower? No. Would you give your wife a wilted flower? Would you give your wife 
a rose without petals and just thorns? No. No, of course not. You want to grow something beautiful and nice to give to her, right? And that's yourself, and that's what I'm challenging you to do, Mr. Mike. I'm challenging you, and I'm challenging everyone out there to be the own gardener in their life, to hold yourself in the light. Hold yourself in the light so that light grows so bright that you can pass it on to others. Brighten your room, brighten your life. That's our challenge for today. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Hold yourself, hold others in the light. Participate and have a connection with the divine's love for everyone. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.